Shalom and welcome to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily podcast from Israel, where we read you the entire Bible in one year, based on the weekly Torah portions. I'm Harriet, and I will be your reader today, this Sunday, the 20th of March, or the 17th of Adar 2. We have a new week, so we have a new parasha. It's called Shmini, and that means eighth. And the scriptures from the Torah is today Leviticus, or Vayikra, chapter 9, verse 1 through verse 16. Before we start reading the scriptures, please join me in blessing the Lord and thanking Him for giving us His word. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to his people Israel and to all peoples through his Son, Yeshua the Mashiach, our Master. On the eighth day, Moshe called Aaron and his sons and the elders of Israel, and he said to Aaron, Take a calf from the herd for a sin offering, and a ram for a burnt offering, without blemish, and offer them before the Lord. You shall speak to the sons of Israel, saying, Take a male goat for a sin offering, and a calf and a lamb, both a year old, without blemish, for a burnt offering, and a bull and a ram for peace offerings to sacrifice before the Lord, and a grain offering mixed with oil, for today the Lord appears to you. They brought what Moshe commanded before the tent of meeting. All the congregation came near and stood before the Lord. Then Moshe said, This is the thing which the Lord has commanded you to do, that the glory of the Lord may appear to you. Moshe said to Aaron, Draw near to the altar and offer your sin offering and your burnt offering and make atonement for yourself and for the people and offer the offering of the people and make atonement for them as the Lord commanded. So Aaron came near to the altar and killed a calf for the sin offering, which was for himself. Then the sons of Aaron presented the blood to him And he dipped his finger in the blood and put it on the horns of the altar and poured out the blood at the base of the altar. But the fat and the kidneys and the cover from the liver of the sin offering he burnt upon the altar as the Lord commanded Moshe. The meat and the skin he burnt with fire outside the camp. He killed the burnt offering and Aharon's sons delivered the blood to him and he sprinkled it around the altar. And they delivered the burnt offering to him, piece by piece, and the head. He burnt them upon the altar. And he washed the innards and the legs, and burnt them with the burnt offering on the altar. Then he presented the people's offering, and he took the goat of the sin offering, which was for the people, and killed it and offered it for sin, like the first. And he presented the burnt offering, and offered it according to the ordinance. That was Leviticus 9, 1 through 16. 
Now we have our portion from the prophets, and it is today Isaiah or Yeshayahu, chapter 13. The burden of Babel, which Yeshayahu, the son of Amos, saw. Set up a banner on the bare mountain, lift up your voice to them, wave your hand that they may go into the gates of the nobles. I have commanded my consecrated ones. Yes, I have called my mighty men for my anger, even my proudly exalting ones. The noise of a multitude is in the mountains, as of a great people. The noise of an uproar of the kingdoms, of the nations gathered together. The Lord Svaot is mustering the army for the battle. They come from a far country, from the uttermost part of heaven, even the Lord and the weapons of his indignation, to destroy the whole land. Wail, for the day of the Lord is near. It will come as destruction from Shaddai. Therefore all hands will be feeble, and everyone's heart will melt. They will be dismayed. Pangs and sorrows will seize them. They will be in pain like a woman in labor. They will look in amazement one at another. Their faces will be faces of flame. Behold, the day of the Lord comes, cruel with wrath and fierce anger, to make the land a desolation and to destroy its sinners out of it. For the stars of the sky and its constellations will not give their light. The sun will be darkened in its going out and the moon will not cause its light to shine. I will punish the world for their evil and the wicked for their iniquity. I will cause the arrogance of the proud to cease and will humble the arrogance of the terrible. I will make people more rare than fine gold, even a person than the pure gold of Ophir. Therefore, I will make the heavens tremble and the earth was shaken out of its place at the wrath of the Lord Svaot in the day of his fierce anger. It will happen that like a hunted gazelle and like sheep that no one gathers, they will each turn to their own people and will each flee to their own land. Everyone who is found will be thrust through. Everyone who is captured will fall by the sword. Their infants also will be dashed in pieces before their eyes. Their houses will be ransacked and their wives raped. Behold, I will stir up the Medes against them, who will not value silver, and as for gold, they will not delight in it. Their bows will dash the young men in pieces, and they shall have no pity on the fruit of the womb. Their eyes will not spare children. Bavel, the glory of kingdoms, the beauty of the Kashtim pride, will be like when God overthrew Sodom and Gomorrah. It will never be inhabited. Neither will it be lived in from generation to generation. The Arabian will not pitch a tent there. Neither will shepherds make their flocks lie down there. But wild animals of the desert will lie there 
and their houses will be full of jackals. Ostriches will dwell there, and wild goats will frolic there. Wolves will cry in their fortresses, and jackals in the pleasant palaces. Her time is near to come, and her days will not be prolonged. That was Isaiah chapter 13. Our portion from the writings is today the last psalm, or last telim, Psalm 150. Hallelujah! Praise God in his sanctuary. Praise him in his heavens for his acts of power. Praise him for his mighty acts. Praise him according to his excellent greatness. Praise him with the sounding of the shofar. Praise him with harp and lyre. Praise him with tambourine and dancing. Praise him with stringed instruments and flute. Praise him with loud cymbals. Praise him with resounding cymbals. Let everything that has breath praise the Lord. Hallelujah. That was Psalm 150. And now we have arrived at our portion, our last portion for today, which is the Apostolic Writings. And we will read Acts chapter 17. Now, when they had passed through Amphipolis, Amphipolis and Apollonia, they came to Thessalonica, where there was a Jewish synagogue. Then Paul, as was his custom, went into them, and for three Shabbats reasoned with them from the scriptures, explaining and demonstrating that the Mashiach had to suffer and rise again from the dead, and saying, This Yeshua, whom I proclaim to you, is the Mashiach. And some of them were persuaded and joined Paul and Silas, of the devout Greeks a great multitude, and not a few of the chief women. But the unpersuaded Jews took along some wicked men from the marketplace and gathered a crowd, set the city in an uproar, assaulting the house of Jason. They sought to bring them out to the people. But when they did not find them, they dragged Jason and certain brothers before the rulers of the city, crying, these who have turned the world upside down have come here also, whom Jason have received, and these all act contrary to the decrees of Caesar, saying that there is another king, Yeshua. And they troubled the people and the rulers of the city when they heard these things. And when they had taken security from Jason and the rest, they let them go. Then the brothers immediately sent Paul and Silas away by night to Berea. When they arrived, they went into the Jewish synagogue. Now these were more noble than those in Thessalonica, in that they received the word with all readiness of mind, examining the scriptures daily to see whether these things were so. Therefore, many of them believed including a number of the prominent Greek women as well as men. But when the Jews from Thessalonica had knowledge that the word of God was proclaimed by Paul at Berea also, 
they came like there likewise, agitating the multitudes. Then immediately the brothers sent Paul away to go toward the sea, and Silas and Timothy remained there. But those who escorted Paul brought him as far as Athens and received a commandment for Silas and Timothy that they should come to him very quickly. They, re they departed. Now while Paul waited for them at Athens, his spirit was provoked within him as he saw the city full of idols. So he reasoned in the synagogue with the Jews and the devout persons and in the marketplace every day with those who met him. And some of the Epicureans and Stoic philosophers also were conversing with them. Some said, what does this babbler want to say? Others said, he seems to be advocating foreign deities because he preached Yeshua and the resurrection. And they took hold of him and brought him to the Areopagus, saying, May we know what this new teaching is, which you are speaking about. For you bring certain strange, strange things to our ears, so we want to know what these things mean. Now, all the Athenians and the strangers living there spent their time in nothing else but either to tell or to hear some new thing. Then Paul stood in the middle of the Areopagus and said, You men of Athens, I perceive that you are very religious in all things. For as I passed along and observed the objects of your worship, I also found an altar with this inscription, To the unknown God. Therefore, what you worship as unknown, this I proclaim to you. The God who made the world and all things in it, he being Lord of heaven and earth, does not dwell in temples made with hands, nor is he served by men's hands, as though he needed anything, since he himself gave to all life and breath and all things. And he made from one blood every nation of men to dwell on all the surface of the earth, having determined appointed times and the boundaries of their dwellings, that they should seek the Lord, if perhaps they might reach out for him and find him. Though he is not far from each one of us, for in him we live, move and have our being, as some of your own poets have said, for we are also his offspring. Therefore, being the offspring of God, we ought not to think that the divine nature is like gold or silver or stone engraved by art and a design of man. Therefore, the times of ignorance God overlooked. But now he commands all men everywhere to repent, because he has appointed a day in which he will judge the world in righteousness by the man whom he has ordained, of which he has given assurance to all men, in that he has raised him from the dead. Now when they heard of the resurrection of the dead, some mocked, but others said, We want to hear you again concerning this. And thus Paul went out from among them. However, some men joined him and believed, among whom also were Dio. Nisus, the Areopagite, and a woman called 
Damaris and others with them. That was Acts chapter 17 and that concludes our reading of scripture for today. However, if you are reading through the Apostolic Scriptures or the New Testament twice this cycle, you will also read Revelations chapter 11 today. This is Harriet with Daily Bread for Busy Moms. I wish you a Shavuot Tov, a blessed new week. Shalom from Israel. Until next time. Thank you.